Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hey, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Season 9, episode 204. I am Sanjay Park. And I'm Adam Walker. We have a packed episode for you today. Uh, I mean, lots of really good stuff. A ton about Apple and Facebook and Google and Twitter and the NSA. So, I mean, who doesn't want to talk about the NSA, really? you know, NSA, CIA, all the IAs. Yeah. A's. I mean, I love the IAs. So, uh, and then, Agencies? you know, know, we've got Weird and Wacky. Uh, just one, but a, an interesting one coming at you. And of course, Tech Rex at the end, you're going to want to stay tuned for that. So, Sanjay, where are we starting today? We are starting with Mozilla. Mozilla says Chrome's latest feature enables surveillance. And it's kind of creepy, if you ask me. Yeah. So, uh, first off, it was a comment in this article of like, well, of course, Mozilla is going to complain about Chrome because they're competitors, which I think is true. But other people are also saying this is not good. But the new feature of Chrome coming out is... It will report to all websites when you are not actively on the computer. Right. Which could then let these websites figure out your schedule of like, I don't know, when you go to the bathroom, when you go to lunch, when you are to dinner, like all these things that I don't think I want anybody knowing all those things. I don't think I want somebody tracking my schedule and if I'm at my computer or not. I don't feel like that's a good thing. I want to be uh, I want to be private. Here, I mean, because if so. you really take it to an extreme, uh, then they could figure out when you're at home and when you're not at home and uh, when to come and burgle your house. And that's, I mean, if Google wants good... to burgle my house, I'd say have at it, Google. But, um, you know, I, I, I get your point. What if, what if they burgle your house and put a bunch of Google Home devices there to listen to you all the time so then they can sell you more stuff? Oh, crap. That may have already happened. Anyway, moving on. Do you think you've been burgled? (laughs) I think I've got Google Home devices. (laughs) All right. So so, uh, Russia to open new frontier in space shooting first full length movie. So there is a director and an actress going into space. I think they're going to be there. Was it was it two weeks? I think. Yes. And and, and backups. Backups and and, actors. Yeah. And backups. And they're going to shoot a movie up there, which I think I mean. It's, I think it's kind of cool, I guess, right? I, I guess. But you've seen some of these space movies. They look pretty They do pretty. They do a pretty I, good say, job right? of showing weightlessness. I still think it's really impressive how they're able to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, what, what was that movie where they're astronauts out and it's uh, there's like a bunch of science in the movie? Is it Julia Roberts in that? Oh, is that, was that the... No, it's not, it's not Interstellar. I don't know the one you're talking about. Um, yeah. I can't remember the name at all. So I didn't yeah. watch it though. Yeah. But that one, like, uh, it looks mm-hmm. like, okay, admittedly, I've never been to space. So I don't actually know what it's actually like. Yeah. But based on the, the TV footage that we get from the it's International pretty good. Space Station, it's pretty good. I, I think it's pretty accurate. I feel like it's just gimmicky. You know, like, like I think they just want to be first. Like, like Russia's done a lot of firsts in space. I mean, a ton. And they just want to be the first ones. And like, that's cool. Apparently, according to this article too, like Tom Cruise is working on a project to yeah, do some filming in space. I'm like, and so that, that they were in a rush to basically beat Tom Cruise. I kind of want to see, thing. I, I kind of want to see Tom Cruise in space. I'm not going to lie. Like I like Tom, some Tom Cruise movies. So I, you know, I'd love and to you see know him he in space. does all of his own, uh, his own stunts as well. I mean, which is not 
I mean, not not to the level like of Jackie Chan. Yeah, no, uh, not like that. But yeah, like, like basic stunts. Mo- yeah. I, I don't think he does all of his stunts. I think he right. does most of his stunts. Yeah, in yeah. himself, but uh, which is probably scary for the director. By the way, uh, I like to be at first at things too, and uh, I will tell you, I was the first one to come into my office today, so I can claim <laughs> that as a first. Your home office? Okay. Yeah, my, my home that, office. That's yeah. good. <laughs> uh, who's not going to be first though is in a big setback for Apple. The European Union seeks a common charger for all phones. Mm-hmm. So the people that are going to be first in this are consumers because now you won't have to have like a bajillion different chargers, Mm -hmm. but Apple is not happy about this. And they're saying that this is going to stifle innovation because now they have to change their lightning connector to a USB-C connector. Let me say something about this as a long time Apple user. This is fantastic. Okay. Like, listen, like, come on, Apple standardize with the rest of the world. Like, I'm okay buying another set of chargers, but I'm sick of having to convert all the time and all this other garbage. So I think this is great. It's good for the environment. Apple, of course, argues that it's bad for the environment because we'll all have to throw away our lightning connectors and get new USB-C. And that may be true in the short run, but in the long run, it's much better for there there to be a standard of these things so that they're ubiquitous across all different things. So I think this is great. Yeah, And, and, you know, it's it's funny because they're, they're talking about innovation. Like, do you actually ever think about how much innovation is in like the lightning? Like, do you care? I like, I don't know what the specs are of a lightning cable versus a USB-C cable. They're but not very different. I'm going to guess. Yeah. So like, I don't think anybody like there's probably a segment of people like don't email us saying like, I care about this. Like, I know you people exist and I'm sure there's a segment of, of you folks that actually care about the differences between yeah. a lightning cable and a USB-C cable. Yeah. But for most normal humans, like, they just need to connect together and, yeah. and do some stuff. Like, yeah. And, if and maybe one charges a little bit faster or not. I don't, it, I don't really care. I, I don't, I just, I just needed to yeah. charge. Like I'm we're, okay. We're, we're not leaving the house on some, yeah. you know, secret mission that everything needs to be charged super fast. Well, I mean, one way or another. Well, sometimes I leave the house on secret missions, but you know, let's, let's not talk about that. Speaking of leaving the house, when you go out, uh, Apple wallet is getting verifiable COVID-19 vaccination cards so you can go to places that'll only let you in if you've got a vaccination card and not have to flop that unlaminated card around. You just have it on your Apple wallet. Um, I feel like I've got I've got pictures of my vaccination card on my phone. Like I feel like that kind of counts. Like I got a picture, I showed somebody like we're good to go. Uh, never had a problem yet. Of course, I've never actually been asked for it yet. So I guess there's that. But I guess this is cool, right? Like, I guess so wait, you haven't sense. gone to Krispy Kreme with your unlaminated I still haven't. I need you to do it. You know what's funny? Yeah. Like, we still haven't either. I just, I mean, I just don't have, like, I, like am I really going to get in the car and drive 15 minutes to Krispy Kreme to get a donut and drive back? Like, no, I'm really don't not. Don't you get two donuts now? I thought they I think for like a month you were they were giving two donuts. Oh, it, was a, it was a period okay. of time. So now it's back to one. I may it might still be two, but even two. Like it's two really I mean, like, like let me ask you, Sanjay. Today, are you willing to drive a 30-minute round trip to get two Krispy Kreme donuts? 30-minute yes no? round trip? No, no, that okay. is not gonna happen. See, I'm that's sorry. my point no, right there. No. So I if, you know if it's if it's like it's on my path. Okay, fair. And the light is on. Yeah. And there is no line in the mm-hmm. drive-thru window. Now we're talking. Then I'll probably get it. Yeah, I, I think so. So the star when the stars align, you stop by Krispy Kreme. Like that's really what you're telling me. Yeah, okay. yeah, pretty much. And so what yeah. we're saying is, I, I don't know if having the COVID card on your phone is going to actually help with anything. No, you're still never going to show it anywhere. But hopefully you will one day. Uh, also, what hopefully Apple will do. And I think this is this is a nice balanced story because this is a feel good story for for Apple. Apple is working on iPhone features to help detect depression and cognitive decline. Yeah. 
So it's probably good that I don't have an iPhone because cognitive decline probably would have been <laughs> off on me for years now. At this I point, think right? you just stole my joke. Uh, so, <laughs> so this, no, this is this is good. Adam, by the way, I wanted to tell you your phone contacted me about you. Yeah, and, it did. Uh, it did. It text you and let you know that I'm I can't I can't spell decline. my last name any longer. Uh, yeah. So no, this like this is good. But but there is a privacy part that's concerning too, right? So part of this yeah. is like for them to be able to track this, they've got to track everything you do on your phone at a very deep level, including like what you're spelling, how you're typing. Yeah. Like so so on the one hand, I'm I'm very and, I'm very and thankful. For this. They can't do all of this on the phone. It's probably going to have to be some it's, server it's component too, for right? sure. Yeah it's, yeah, it's definitely going up to the cloud to, to get you know processed there. So so on the one hand, I'm very thankful for this because I can see the humanitarian benefit of it. Yep. On the other hand, from a privacy perspective, I'm a little concerned about it. So I, I just yeah, I don't know and, how I feel about it. You know, and recently there's been some issues with uh, Apple and doing the the scanning of photos and then uploading them and reporting you. Yeah. So yeah. like, what what if they think you've got cognitive decline? Are they going to report you to the DMV to take away your driver's license? And yeah. like, what if there's a false positive on that? And all of these things then then could come into play that yeah. you're right. It's, it's concerning. That's that it's, it's good that people are thinking about these things. No, yeah, totally agree. Uh, yeah. Because I feel like in the last maybe year or so, maybe it's because of the pandemic, we've kind of switched a lot of our discussion and thinking and, and talking about mental health. Yeah. Um, and this is one of those things along that. And, and I think it's good I, because I think every single time we do this, I think it's helpful to destigmatize yes. uh, the discussion and That's the right. need for getting help around mental health. That's right. Um, so yeah, it's good. That's good. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, next article, Comcast will soon launch smart TVs under its new X-Class TV brand. And this host says, I'm never going to buy that ever, 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 yeah. ever. Listeners, so, if you remember the yeah. uh, discussion we had a couple of weeks ago about Samsung disabling mm-hmm. TVs remotely, like mm-hmm. what happens when you have a Comcast TV and then you try to plug it into AT&T and they're like, no, we don't support AT&T mm-hmm. television on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can only watch Comcast. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I don't I, think so. No, Mm-mm. I don't. I don't, I don't want my TV provider to also be the one providing me the access Mm-mm. medium to that TV. Yeah, I, I know. Think there's a, a reason why having fully integrated monopolies like this are a bad thing. And, yeah. And I, I don't want this. Yeah, it's, it's a little a little too much control there. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Talking about uh, something else I'm not a fan of. Uh, an open sea scandal can teach us a lot about blockchain scams. So... Dude, we're going to dive into this a little bit because Ooh. some of you are probably going like, what is OpenSea and what was the scandal? So what happened was there was a scandal on OpenSea, which is a platform to sell NFTs. Right. You don't remember NFTs are non-fungible tokens. So what the. Which are basically of, fake, di- fake digital artwork that you pay a ton of money for. Go. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, not fake digital. It's, <laughs> it's real digital artwork that you pay a ton of money for. Okay. And by the fair. way, uh, one time we did talk about doing a Tech Talk Y'all NFT sale, and and that is still in the works. I've been researching some about so, how to do our own NFT minting. Yeah. So pause uh, because I want you to get back to the story, but I will tell you this: I have a real life person that I know that got a call from one of her friends like several weeks ago, and her friend was like, "Hey, I just thought I'd let you know I created a bunch of NFTs and sold them all." And made over a million dollars. And so now I'm doing that. Like, like it, like <laughs> what, this is one person removed from me. So it, it's, it's a real thing. And people are paying real crazy money for it that I don't understand. All right. So it, now it, it is definitely a real thing. Back so, to open C. Go. Oh, so what happened with open C 
is uh, the CTO, I think, uh, or somebody high up, an executive, knew when things, NFTs, were going to be listed and prominently shown on the front page of OpenSea. OpenSea is the largest NFT website. And they were basically front running this and buying up these NFTs beforehand at a lower price so then they could sell them at a higher price uh, or, or basically, you know, control them uh, in this way. So that's called insider trading. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you do it with stocks, it's illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you do it with NFTs, I don't know if it's illegal, but I think the SEC is going to have an issue with this at some it's point. It's real so, shady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was. it's funny because I was looking at OpenSea for us to do our NFT sale on, and I was like, well, now I'm not going to do that. Um, and then some people have mentioned, like, if you use a platform like this versus doing it yourself, then the platform controls the contract to it and they'll take a cut in the future sales going forward. Mm. And I don't like that either. So I, yeah. we're going to figure out how to do it. We're going to do an NFT sale for tech talk. Y'all materials. Um, I, you know, it's too bad. We don't have scripts for these shows because then we could take pictures of the scripts, the front page and sell those in it. You need me to fake NFTs. a script for you. I can fake we can one. Maybe fake a script. Yeah. Maybe we should uh, do a reverse script. I think you mean actual I, podcast and I believe do a transcript from it. I think it's called a transcript. Is yeah. it a reverse? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Hey, reverse script. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a script in the form that we got from a transcript. Got it. Yeah. I think, I think we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, I mean, listen, this is, I mean, like, it's a little ridiculous. So if you're high up at OpenSea, you're making good money, right? Like, come on. Yeah, why why you got to game the system? Come why on. Do you got, why do you got to rip off the people? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Not or okay. The, or more specifically, why are you going to rip off the artist, right? Because that artist got yeah. paid for, for that, presumably, and then they could have made a lot more. So They could have yeah. made a lot more, yeah. So the, the point being, too, here is that a lot of people discover this because they monitor the blockchain and figured out, who was doing what, where with these things, and they saw suspicious patterns happening. And so that should go and teach everybody, like, look, just because it's supposedly anonymous, like, we have talked about this so many times. Things that are supposedly anonymous can be not anonymous very easily. So just be careful. As you might have heard, Sanjay and I have a new project called Together Letters. So this episode is brought to you by Together Letters. The idea is simple. Everyone has email. No one wants to log in to another thing, but everyone wants to stay connected. Together Letters uses email to create a collaborative newsletter, keeping groups better connected. Sign up today at togetherletters.com. All right, our next article, Twitter enables tipping with Bitcoin, plans to let users authenticate NFTs. Man, Twitter is... uh, (laughs) They're on now fire, we don't have to man. Explain NFTs again because we we just did that. Yeah, yeah, but they're on, they're doing all kinds of stuff. Like every, it feels like every week, it's like and Twitter's doing this and they're doing this and they're doing like it, it's it's yeah. like the Twitter the Twitteropoly going on. I don't know, it's crazy. Twitter so. is is that a game? Is like I don't. It should Park be. Place? Do you it buy should Park be. Place on Twitter. It's Tweet Place. It's Tweet Place. Tweet Place. Yeah. It's tweet Place. Is it is yeah. it the Dark Blues? Uh, you, well, that, I mean, obviously that's what you want. Like, come on, like everybody that plays that game, you got to go for the dark blues. You dark know? blues at the end. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, you know, it, one thing that Twitter does have, they've got the, is it called Spaces? I forgot. Yeah. The, the yeah. I, think I believe it's Spaces. Yeah. So I haven't talked to you about this, but I've been musing like, maybe we should start doing a Friday space for like a half an hour before we record Tech Talk, y'all. And oh, we yeah? can talk about some of the stories we're going to talk about. Sure. And if people show up, they can give us their opinions too. And Ooh. we can then take all of that stuff and integrate it into the podcast. I Let's think that might be it. fun. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, we you know, we tried it. We did a little bit of that on the Spotify version that no one has ever talked about since it launched. Green Room? Yeah, Green Room. And then yeah. 
you know, I, I haven't like clubhouse that is, as far as I can tell, is basically gone. Like it's basically it's dead. dead. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's crashed. I feel like when they got the offer for a purchase back in December, they should have taken that. That's that's all I'm going to say there. There's, so, uh, you, you know, it's that Kenny uh, Kenny Rogers song. No one to hold them. No one. And to no fold one to them. fold them. Mm-hmm. No one to walk away and no one to run. Uh-huh. Like they they did not know when they to did, run. They did not know when they should and they should have ran they, for sure. They, they so. should have ran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, oh man, yeah. Uh, Facebook rolls out news feed change that blocks watchdogs from gathering data. Oh, uh, okay. So, and did, we should maybe just pile on the next one too. Uh, right? No more apologies inside yeah. Facebook's pu- push to defend its image there. It's, it's like a dumpster fire. going. It on is over terrible. Facebook it's right falling now. apart over there. Like, so, so just the, just the sheer thing that they did with the, with the new feed change. So, so, on, so just, just to, just to summarize the news, the news feed is the main, you know, main asset in Facebook. And they added in a bunch of gobbledygook into the code for the screen readers and stuff to screw up these people's algorithms that scrape the data on the newsfeed to understand what's going on in the Facebook newsfeed. And they did it, I mean, presumably on purpose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, come on guys, like you can't do stuff like that. People are going to notice it's going to be bad for you. Don't do that. Yeah. And, you know, you know that saying, uh, don't attribute to malice what you can attribute to ignorance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is something that you can attribute to malice for mm-hmm. sure. Like if you look at all of the things that they've done, like nobody is this dumb. Mm-mm. Like th- this Mm-mm. is intentional, uh, mm-hmm. bad behavior. Uh, yeah. And so the other thing is that they actually had a discussion about, and we're doing, inserting stories about Facebook that cast them in a good light into people's Facebook promoting feed. They were promoting them in the news feed, they right? Were promoting yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you like, even if you didn't care or whatever, like, hey, here's this story about how Facebook is awesome. Like, so what they don't seem to understand over there is that you saying that you're awesome is not nearly as good as other people saying you're awesome. And the way you get other people to say you're awesome is by not being not awesome. By well, being I, not awesome. I feel it's like there's, not awesome. Yeah. there's a really simple check for things like this, for really all companies. And it's this, if this idea became public, (laughs) is that a problem? And if the answer to that question is yes, you probably shouldn't do it. Like it's just, it's so simple. It's it's the classic, you know, would you want to see this on the front page of the New York times? Yeah. Like it's just not that hard, but I feel like they just continually over and over again. It's like, yeah. It's like they can't learn their own lesson. I, I just I just don't understand. It's this, you know, it's funny because this applies to so many stories. Like we talked about the open sea thing before the break. We talked about like, would you want to see this on the front page of the New York Times? No, 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 I, no. I would not. That is not the reason I want my picture on the front page of the New York Times. I mean, it's uh, just you remarkable. Know, saving, uh, saving a bunch of kids from a burning building. Yes, I absolutely want that on the front page of the New York Times. For sure. Yeah. Uh, front running in front of people buying NFTs. Nope. Uh, promoting stories about myself in people's feeds without them knowing. Nope. Don't want that. I mean, it's just shocking to me. It's just the common sense. Like, just listen, call me up. Call, I'll tell you if you should do this. Right. <laughs> just give me a call. I got hey, you covered, Facebook. man. Hey, hey, Mark, uh, this is, this is, uh, Sanjay and Adam speaking yeah. to Mark Zuckerberg. We got you covered. If you need some help figuring out if you should or shouldn't do something, give us a call. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. You can just wire the check over. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So next article, the NSA and CIA use ad blockers because online advertising is so 
dangerous. Sanjay, this is kind of like perfect for you, right? You're like, yes, thank you. So like, look, if you haven't been using, if you're a listener of Tech Talk, y'all, and you haven't been using the ad blocker because you're like, ah, it's fine. It's okay. No need it. You don't need to trust me. But if the NSA and CIA are like, no, this is not good. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe you Mm -hmm. should listen to them. Maybe you should get an ad blocker. Maybe you should be doing some of these things to protect your privacy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Because this this is not good stuff out there. Speaking of ad blockers, you know, you you, uh, one of your tech recs forever ago was Next DNS, and I finally enabled it uh, last week. And in like there are like it does automatically block up like on ways on my phone when you're at a stoplight, it normally brings up an ad and it brings up a blank box. And I was like, ah, suckers, (laughs) I'm winning. Yeah, it was it was great. So, yeah. And also, you should not be feeding advertisement to somebody who is actively driving a vehicle like that's not an okay thing. So, yeah, right. I, I feel totally fine by blocking that. Yeah. Plus, it's your bandwidth that you're paying for, so you shouldn't have to download things that you don't want. So yeah, exactly. There you go. That's right. Uh, talking about uh, somebody keeping things that you don't want. Uh, this is actually a post on a service that I didn't really know, Mastodon. It's a social mm-hmm. network, right? Um, that's apparently open source. But um, if you use Gmail, Google keeps records of everything you buy, even if you delete the email receipt. So somebody on Mastodon went and downloaded all of their data and they had downloaded, uh, they had um, deleted emails for purchases that they'd made. So they'd gotten these email receipts. Right. But Google apparently saved all that information, Mm -hmm. even if they deleted the emails. And so they're presumably using this to target you. So I, uh, after, after reading this article, you had mentioned uh, at some point, either, either on this podcast or just in, in our conversations, that DuckDuckGo was now releasing email addresses. So literally, yep. after reading this article, I went and got on the wait list for a DuckDuckGo email address. So yeah. I was like, you know what? It's t- like, I like Gmail and Gmail's fine for a whole lot of stuff. Maybe it's time to move away from Gmail for, but, from some other things. So the problem is, is the DuckDuckGo one, it just forwards the email to you. So it's well, not a crap. standalone system. That's okay, because I can forward it to one of my other emails that there actually runs go. through like Microsoft 365 or whatever else if I need to. So yeah. that, that's fine. But the but best still, thing though, yeah. I, and I think I've recommended on this podcast too before, and and you have these, is get your own domain and yeah. then just forward it on. And I think I've recommended Improv MX uh, before as well, mm-hmm. possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you need a service to forward your emails, check out Improv MX, um, and you could just set up uh, forwarding rules. You can create aliases. Uh, I don't know that you there. have recommended Improv have MX a, before. It, so we actually use it for Together Letters. Okay. So the emails that we get at Together Letters forward to your and mine inboxes through Improv MX. Um, so it's a, it's a bonus uh, tech rec again for you this week. Uh, check it out. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes as, as a bonus uh, tech mm-hmm. rec for you. Um, it's it's a great service. It's, it's pretty inexpensive. Um, and you can forward emails and do catch-alls and, and block stuff. And then nice. that way you can move from Gmail to... Some other service that, that well, Yahoo, let's say, and, and you don't have to tell anybody that you've got a new email address because you just redirect all the email. You're good. Bingo. Time for the Weird and Wacky segment. Abominable snowman. Oh, not an axe One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. All right. This week, we're coming at you with one Weird and Wacky. And I, I don't know if it's fully Weird and Wacky, but it's it's fascinating. And so the article title is Growing Up with Google is Making Students Less Organized, But It Might Not Matter. And basically what the article talks about is how, you know, back in the day, those of us that were, you know, new on computers and emails and everything, 
we would have a, a really solid foldering system so we could know how to navigate to any files or emails that we might need later, you know, in, in time, right? But now, because students have grown up with Google their entire lives, they're just used to searching for everything. And so instead, they just kind of throw it all in one place, which sounds horrifying to me. <laughs> and when they need something, they just search for it, which again, sounds horrifying to me. But apparently that's a new common thing. And they're saying, ah, maybe it's okay, because all these search engines have gotten better and better and better. Uh, what do you think about that, Sanjay? You know what you sound like? You sound like the old guy shaking oh, his fist saying, get off my lawn. For sure I do. For sure because, I do. Yeah. Because you know what happened before, and this was when we were growing up, mm -hmm. is that our parents were like, oh, you kids these days are never going to know how to spell things because you're always relying on the computer with the spell checker thing. In all fairness, I'm a, still a terrible speller. So they would have yeah. been completely correct about that. But, <laughs> and, you know. And I mean, yeah. I still spell mostly correctly, yeah. usually. Ish. Grammar, maybe not so great still, but uh, the spelling is mostly, mostly. Like I can tell yeah. when it's spelled wrong, but then I've already spelled it wrong. So I'm like, I'm not sure how to spell it right. At this right. Point. Yeah. So, That's fair. Yeah, um, I, I don't know that I love this idea of just throwing everything in one place. I still do have a very decent foldering system because yeah. there are some things that just naturally go together, right? Like, yeah, for sure. You know, photos all go with photos. I don't need to intersperse like income tax files with my photos. Like that's not yeah. a thing. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I got to say, I don't know that I've looked at how my kids folder their files and stuff, but I yeah. think they keep it pretty organized and that's probably because of me and my wife being very organized yeah. about yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. So, so I, I, yeah. I will make I will make one confession here about myself, which is this. So in my in my early adult years, I'd have like file folders for like utility bills and mortgage more like and I'd have them like all separated out. Like physical and, ones. Yeah, physical folders. Yeah, yeah. And then at some point I realized, hmm, I have never once in the last yep. decade ever needed to go find any of this. So now I have a drawer and they just all go in the drawer because if I need it, I can go dig through the drawer and it'll take me an hour and that's fine. But the, the likelihood of me needing it is basically zero. So, yeah, uh, you know, I get it. Yeah. So I find it funny that you still keep those because a lot of that stuff, like I did the same thing. I kept it for years and years. And then I was like, I am never going to look at it. Like, I don't mm -mm. need these receipts from 18 years ago. So I started on a campaign to shred all of it and yeah. I got rid of all of it. And now like... I save some bills that happen to be PDFs because I can just yeah. throw them on the server and then I don't ever have to worry about them. They don't True. take up physical space. True. But I figure if I need anything else, like some company out there has a copy of it. Like That's I can true. go back to Amex and say like, Hey, I need this bill from like, uh, I don't know, 18 years ago. And they've got it on some place somewhere. And That's like, true. Hmm. I don't need to save that. Yeah, that's I on mean, you. That what am I paying you for? Even though I don't really pay MX. Yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll think, I might have to go uh, do a little shredding party here in the near future. Yeah. So uh, they they do happen. have uh, regular shredding campaigns around town, right? Oh so yeah. If you, yeah, like if you've got a lot of stuff, it's very painful shredding it by hand. So you well, it's not. It it's not when you have as many kids as I do, because uh, they think it's awesome to shred things. Ah. Like they're just like are all about shredding things. So it's yeah. like, yeah, you want to shred some stuff? Like, yeah, let me shred some stuff. <laughs> I can destroy things. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's what we're going to do. I, I'll so. tell you something about shredders uh, at the end of the show during the credits. Uh, we'll, we'll talk Perfect. about shredders at the end. Perfect. Tech wreck, tech wreck. Time to get your tech wreck. Tech, 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 tech wreck. Chicky, chicky. Tech wreck. Time to get your tech wreck. All right, Sanjay, it's tech wreck time. What do you have for us this week? 
I've got something that um, is interesting. I haven't really used it that much, but it looks fascinating to me. And I think I'm going to be using it on a call soon. So instead of using Zoom, you might want to check out around.co. So A-R-O-U-N-D.co. And it seems like it's very ideally set up for when you want to work with somebody on a document or a program so that you can work together. So the focus is having all the pictures in a small round circle and they've got AI tracking so that if your head moves around in the frame, it'll keep the circle with you. And what's nice is that it doesn't then become distracting. Like if somebody behind you opens the door, comes in, like you won't see them. It'll be focused only on the person. Mm. Um, and what they're trying to do is, is focus these video calls on getting productive work done mm -hmm. um, instead of meeting. Like, so for me and you, like when we do uh, recording uh, Tech Talk Y'all, uh, I don't think that matters for us because mm -mm. we both look at, at the show notes on our own site and, yeah. and it's fine. But if we were working together on like, you know, a Canva design or a Figma design or something like that, having something like this would be really nice. And you can, you can share the screen with it too. Um, and I think, and I haven't used it now with anybody yet, and maybe we should do that after we record, but, um, is I think it'll let you give full control over, over that window mm. to all the people that you're sharing with so that you can all work together at the same time as if you're on the same computer in real life. Oh, so that's cool. It's pretty interesting. And um, you can run it and you can have a room just set up all the time so that you can just pop in as well, it looks like. So Ooh. I think for people that are working together yeah. um, all day, I think it's a really nice feature. So That could be um, helpful for uh, like support for a 48 and 48 weekend. Like just have an open oh, room. I hadn't even thought and, about uh, that. Yeah, and yeah, then pop, pop in and out. I'm going to have to check that out. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. What good about enough. you, Adam? What do you got for us this week? So, so you've recommended uh, this before, which is 1.1.1.1, which is Cloudflare's DNS. And it, it, you know, give, it, it makes your, your DNS lookups private and it's very fast, right? So, so that's yep. great. But now they have 1.1.1.1 for families, meaning that it auto filters out adults and you know, potentially harmful content that you would not want children to access on the internet, right? And and I'm I'm you know I'm thinking about this more and more as I've got kids and they've got devices and it's kind of hard to monitor devices 24/7. And so just having like these additional filters just to be sure that like the big the big scary stuff gets filtered is kind of nice, right? So uh, so next DNS will will do this as well. Um but but 1.1.1.1 for families is free and it's a cool service provided by a great company Cloudflare and love Cloudflare. Yeah, yeah I mean Cloudflare it, it's awesome. easy to set up, easy to to direct your your router to it directly, uh so set it up directly on your router. Um it's really really good. So I would strongly recommend it if you got a, if you got, you know, kids using the internet Totally worth your time to take the, the few minutes to set this up. So uh, highly recommend that. So Sanjay, with that in mind, how can our listeners find and connect with you? They can find me on Twitter as always at, at Sanjay. That's S-A-N-J-A-Y or SanjayParik.com. What about you, Adam? Man, they can find me on my website, AdamJWalker.com. Uh, and also, you know, if you go to my website, make sure to sign up for my newsletter. I do. I, I've gotten back to posting every Friday, uh, a newsletter. And I actually got a lot of really good feedback on my newsletter from, uh, from this week, uh, for, which is a Substack newsletter, by the way, but I got a lot of, I actually got a lot of like comments from it, which is pretty great. So just to, just to tease that out for a minute, the title was facts have a half-life. So what chance do you really have of being right? And basically I walked through like, Hey, listen, facts aren't always right. 
Therefore, you're probably not always right. And what does that really mean for you as a leader and as a person? So it was a, it was a pretty, pretty fun uh, article there. So anyway, sign up, check it out. And, uh, and then also, of course, we have not mentioned it today, but sign up for Together Letters. We want you to check out Together Letters. It's a great way to stay connected with your friends and family. Uh, so what was I going to tell you about in the credits here? I don't remember now. You were going to tell me something <laughs> in the credits and I completely forgot what it was. Oh, crud. Um, we were going to talk about something. And, uh, I don't I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So the people that continue Bummer. to listen just to hear the talk about that are going to be like, oh, you didn't. Sorry about that, it. folks. Yeah. You're great. That's what happens, I think, when you record a podcast is that you just forget things. It's funny really because do. we have listeners that ask me afterwards, uh, so how's Monday's episode going to be? I'm like, I, I yeah. I don't remember. Anymore. Oh, yeah. Like the, people ask me, like, so, so what's, so, so what's going on in technology? And I'm like, what's? I feel story? like I should know this because I have a podcast about tech news, and I don't remember any of it now. And we, <laughs> we think about it all week by tagging articles all week that we're yeah. going to talk about, and then, and we read the articles, and, and then we, we reread the articles, read the articles so we know and then what's we talk going about them, and then it's gone. And then, it's just, it's just yeah. gone. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun.